Hello, and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Associate Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking in person with author and retired NFL running back Rashad Jennings about his new middle grade book, Arcade and the Golden Travel Guide, published this September by Zondra Kids, which is sponsoring this podcast. Rashad Jennings is an influencer, inspirational speaker, and nationally recognized personality. He had an eight-year career in the NFL, as well as a championship-winning season on Dancing with the Stars. In 2013, he established the Rashad Jennings Foundation, dedicated to inspiring youth through its flagship literacy program. Jennings is also the author of The If in Life, How to Get Off Life's Sidelines and Become Your Best Self. His new book for young readers, Arcade and the Golden Travel Guide, is book two in the Coin Slot Chronicles, about a boy named Arcade Livingston who is granted a golden arcade token that allows him to travel between different places and times, including his own future. Thank you for joining me, Rashad. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all having me on for a few minutes. Thank y'all. You've made quite a leap from NFL running back to children's author. What was the initial spark for writing stories for kids? Well, for me, uh, I've always, I always tell people this, and I, I mean it wholeheartedly. Um, if I'm only remembered as Rashad Jennings, the NFL running back, in, in my personal books, I'm a failure. Um, I feel like God has gave me um, a true uh, filter how to, how to kind of navigate through life. Um, and there's so many other desires I have in <laughs> writing children's books is totally one of them. Um, that if I just let myself utilize one part of my brain, then I'm wasting it. And so I, I wanted to write because I struggled academically growing up. You know, I had a 0.6 GPA at one point in time. Uh, I struggled. Um, I, I had a reading comprehension deficit. And because of that, and, and knowing, you know, how naked you can feel with the inability to read um you get made fun of a lot of times in school i was picked on i was bullied around and i wanted to write in ways that kids could get lost in fun literature um and because growing up i I didn't find a ton of artists um and, and writers that i enjoyed reading and so i wrote with that in mind how do i how do I have a kid if if somebody's going to be addicted to something? I think a parent would be okay if they're addicted to reading. And so I wanted to write in that way that they would get absolutely captivated in the next words. And how did you come up with the concept for the Coin Slot Chronicles? Yeah, I appreciate you asking me. That's fun. So Arcade Livingston is his name, Arcade Livingston. And Arcade comes across this beautiful golden token uh, that's given to him by a mysterious lady in a library. And she stumbles upon him and says, is your name Arcade? He says, yes. And she says, I have something for you. And she pulls out this golden token that's shiny. He takes it. He puts it on a rope. He puts it around his neck. And he tucks the bedazzled necklace inside, uh, uh, excuse me, in his shirt. And he goes about his day. And throughout his day, at some point, he says the phrase or references that I don't understand. And whenever he says he doesn't understand, the golden token gets really hot. And he doesn't understand what it's built for. So the first time, he just kind of moves it around his shirt, thinking that that's kind of awkward. Throughout the day, he meets his sister again, Zoe, and they're having a conversation. And he tells her, I, I don't get it. I don't understand what you're talking about. And the golden token gets really hot again. So this time, he reaches inside of his shirt, 
and his hand touches it and he pulls it out and as he's holding the golden token there's this beautiful gold shingles that appears as in the frame of a door around him and he sees it and gets scared so he lets go of the token and it vanishes and the sister sees it and he's like okay what was that he's like i don't know you saw what i saw so he still doesn't get it later on he says it again he says i i don't understand to somebody the token gets hot he grabs it again and this time he lets it finish formulating it appears as a door and then um, a, go- a little token slot appears he puts two and two together he takes off the token from his necklace he puts it in the slot and he alt- he enters in an alternative world it's kind of similar to the movie click where adam sandler can kind of control fast forward in life and uh, rewinding and press pause well, Arcade has this token that takes him in different galaxies um, into learning answers to all of his questions because he's very inquisitive. Uh, he's a quirky, nerdy kid. Um, he's a lovable kid that you get. You, you have fun uh, inside of his mind. And he, he, he causes adults to relive childhood. And he inspires kids um, and show them how powerful they are. What is your writing process like? Are you reliving your childhood in some sense? Absolutely. That yes, one hundred percent yes. I it's easier for me to get in touch with my thirteen year old self than it is to get in touch with my thirty four year old self. And so taking the time, you know, daily and nightly and observing life um with a new pair of lens to write for kids or is absolutely amazing. Arcade is challenging me. Uh, in a lot of different ways to think like him and um you know it's fun it's and i had a conversation with somebody the other day and um you know this is something that arcade would say and arcade is darn near 70 percent me because <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm quirky too but i was talking to somebody and they were having a bad day and i said you know what let's let's go celebrate let's go celebrate let's celebrate your birthday and they looked at me like i was crazy and they said well rashad my birthday is not till next year you missed it and I said, well, who who says we have to wait until your birthday to celebrate your birthday? And they looked at me and started laughing, right? <laughs> but it remind, it's, it's like, you know what, that's something Arcade would say. Because why? What, what What is it about life that made us so societal around when we are allowed to be happy, when we are allowed to celebrate? Who told you that you can't celebrate your birthday besides once a year? Who told you that? You know, it's 365. It took 365 days to get to today. That's a year. It would have taken 365 days to get to tomorrow. That's a year. So why do we wait on particular days? And so RK, he challenges us all the time because he questions everything about life. And it's really uh, it's a fun read. Um, and uh, it, it's inspiring to adults and kids. I see this as a, a great movie or a TV series at some point. Do you feel that there's a form of continuity between your career as a football player and now your work as an author, or is this brand new turf for you? Now, it's I can see the similarities um, for myself, especially because I wasn't good at either one. I haven't, I don't understand. Like, so I was a fifth string running back, fifth string running back with a .6 GPA, and somehow I made it to the NFL. I've never danced one day in my life. All right, not once, never. Went on Dancing with the Stars. My my poor partner. The first time she said, "Get, I want you to get in frame," I I thought she wanted to take a picture, 
Like, I didn't know dance had this thing called you get in frame with each other. I, I knew nothing about dance, and I do not know how, but I ended up winning. Impressive. I'm never, I'm never, I had, I, again, coming from the point six GPA, and I failed every single English class in high school. I passed all my Spanish classes. I don't speak a lick of Spanish. I don't get that either. But from failing all of my classes in high school, then I become a New York Times bestselling author. So not good at football, played in the league, can't dance, never done it, end up winning Dancing with the Stars. Apparently, I'm not a good writer in high school and become a New York Times bestseller. So the parallel between sports and, and football is something about beginning and at the beginning the beginners ship is what I call it beginners ship that I really appreciate and that's not being good at something and taking it on for the first time um and getting soaked in to growth and um from point a to point b there's a lot of information in between from one to two there's a lot of numbers that actually build up between one and two and so I love staying in that space um of not knowing uh, but having an idea and um so i think with football because i wasn't that great of an athlete i had to learn work ethic and through writing i've had to learn work ethic as well you mentioned that you struggled academically growing up and reading didn't come easily to you mm -hmm. i'm curious do you have any advice or strategies as an author for reaching um, maybe reluctant or struggling readers? Yes, absolutely do. Somebody asked me, uh, th this is the simplicity of it. Somebody asked, I, I use football for an analogy. Somebody asked me, uh, Rashad, I'm trying to get fast. How do I, how do I, you know, how do I run faster? And uh, jokingly, I said, well, the, the idea of running fast, you just put one foot in front of, front of the other quick. Just keep doing that over and over really quick. That's how you run fast. They laughed, obviously. It was like, all right, ha, 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 I get the concept. It was like, nah, but it's really that. That's what you do. Um, now, obviously, there's ways <laughs> to get faster. But with, um, with reading, I look at it as a muscle. Reading and writing. It's a muscle. And you can strengthen it if you work on it daily. Um, so for myself, I write every night, regardless of what the topic is. Um, it could be freelance writing. You know, it's been a few times where I had absolutely nothing to write about, and that's what I said. I said I have nothing to write about, and I continue to write, and a lot of information started to flow through my pen. Um, I'll write about one word that I've heard throughout the whole entire day. Um, I wrote about the word trust not too long ago, and now I have a new relationship of how I use the word trust. You know, I write about the word opposite. So I just write, and you build up this inventory um, and this muscle that you continue to flex and to the point you get uh, comfortable uh, in being in uncomfortable positions. You're in a very public role now. Who were some of your role models growing up? My role models growing up, um, I didn't have to look too far from the house to find that. I was blessed with two older brothers that I looked up to, uh, and there are ten, they both are 10 and 14 years older than me. And uh, I was the whoops. You know, here we go again, baby. You know, my parents, you know, they've been doing what they've been doing for 10 years. And, you know, they didn't think they could have any more kids. And here I come. So I got a chance to look up to my brothers. You know, I really, 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 really was inspired by, um, 
the consistency of Dr. Martin Luther King and um, his his idea of bringing people together um, was something special. And, and so he's definitely top on my list. Uh, but, you know, my mother, like, she's an angel, truly. Like, I don't know how she's able to handle life the way she does. Um, it's truly a gift to watch her. And so, I did, like I said, from my home, though, I didn't have to look too far. Oh, and I will reference Dr. Seuss as a writer. That was somebody I really loved growing up. And the reason why is because um, when I read his work, I felt cool because I I was rhyming. You know what I mean? Like, I'm reading his words, but I'm saying it, so I, I'm excited to see what I say next because I feel the rhythm, you know, and it's kind of cool to read that way. Can you tell us about your work with the Rashad Jennings Foundation and what inspired you to launch it? Yes, ma'am. So I started Rashad Jennings Foundation um, several years ago now, 2013. And the reason why was to be able to focus on reading, education, literacy, and making it fun. Uh, you know, the pillars that I was able to find my way in life was focusing on those Um you know, with mentorship, I understand that I am in a privileged position. I understand that there's really nothing special about me. It's just the position I find myself in that's really unique. And anytime I get to be um, unrevealed and be a magnifying glass towards things I think are important, I want to take advantage of that. And I know not every kid has two older brothers they can look up to like I did, so I try to um, be available as much as I can and mentor as many kids as possible through the programs at the Rashad Jennings Foundation. And um, so mentorship, health and fitness is a big deal because I was a little overweight kid. And, uh, you know, it, I'm telling you, if I were to continue to eat the way I was eating, it's no telling what would have happened. I was an asthmatic child. Um, I didn't understand the importance of nutrition, uh, nor did I care um, until... I had a great awakening in realizing that, you know, what you really, what you put in your body does pay dividends um, in the course of time. And also with education, that's huge to me. Um, I, I tell kids, well, I tell parents more than I would tell kids this and teachers and principals. There's a quote that I really appreciate, and it's, if you judge a fish by how well it can climb a tree. You and it will think it's stupid. And I think a lot of times that's what we do to our kids in school. Um, where we have, a, we have a system that we believe that they have to be judged by. And sometimes we can lose the artistic side of a child um, or miss placing them where they could be special in the world. Um, because they didn't do exactly what we wanted them to do. And so uh, I, I'm heavy in the education system, inspiring kids, um, letting them know that their dreams can still come true. I'm an example of an unlikely kid from a small town uh, that's, that's, that's had an opportunity to do some things I'm kind of happy and proud of. And so th those are the pillars of the Rashad Tennis Foundation, and we obviously connect with many different partnerships along the way. Um, I don't do it alone. Um, it was an adage given to me when I was younger, and it says, you know, if you want to go somewhere fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go with people. 
And so through the Rashad Jennings Foundation, we partner with everybody. I understand you're on tour now for the new book, Meeting in Person with Kids. Um, what stops do you have coming up? Yeah, so um, I'm here for two days. I was just in uh, Scranton, uh, PA, uh, also Connecticut and uh, L.A., and now I'm here in New York for two days. Then I go to Texas, I go to Austin, Houston, I go to Dallas, then I go back to L.A., then Virginia. So I'm, I got some pit stops. Uh, and, I, you know, I was just at three schools yesterday, had a blast, had a time of my life with these kids. Like, when I go to schools, they thank me for coming and you know out of courtesy but i thank them for allowing me because i have probably more fun than they do um seeing the kids light up you know listening and hearing in on their questions taking part of their life for a little bit you know i always ask them look at me look at me as your uncle call me uncle shot i'm everybody's uncle when i'm in when i'm in a school and they inspire me so it's so cool to do that and then i get to while i'm traveling i love music so uh, I get to stop at different concerts as I'm traveling. I was um, I got a chance to listen to um, Jason Aldean last night and uh, go backstage and meet him. And it's neat to it's neat when you meet a fan of a fan, you know, because you look on TV or you listen to music and you're like, man, I love this song. Man, I love this artist. And, you know, it's it's a big world. Sometimes you you're never gonna bump into him, and uh, and you meet him and you know they know you it's mm -hmm. like it's it's a cool it's it's always it's fun to meet people that uh appreciate what you've done or do as well but yes uh i uh, tours going on um this tour will complete on the 28th and then um we ramp back i get a couple of days off then i ramp back up again what do you hope young people that you meet take away from your visits and from your writing what i hope they take away is that their dreams can come true. Um, I, I really can't emphasize that more than I do because when you take a kid's dream away, you take away you take away their energy. You take away somebody's hope, you know. And if you give a kid a dream um, or allow them to, you inspire hope. You know, you fuel energy. And from that fuel, it, it, it becomes the tank that can take them places where, you know, that maybe they couldn't beforehand. I always try to be a blessing to somebody. And um, I truly think a blessing is taking something as is and adding more value to it. That's what a blessing is. And so for the kids, I, I hope that they walk away and, you know, see me as a family member, one. Uh, after they chatted up with me but then two think about you know what i'm glad i talked to him i'm glad i met him you know because i can see how i can accomplish what i've been trying to no matter what it is um and the neat thing is the conversations i have with people afterwards it's usually you know a lot of the parents have come up to me and say i'm so glad you came that's what my kids needed to hear but more importantly that's what i needed to hear and um you know it's not Obviously, we're there for kids, but as you know, as an adult, we are still kids a lot of the time. And um, so I, I never I never get too fixated on only speaking to one person. I, I speak uh, life and, and share my story. Um, and that's the only truth I have is the stories and things that I've been through and try to share it in a way that's uh, that can open up eyes to 
the ability to bring people together. But what they take from it, it's always up to them. I see you have a third story lined up in the Coin Slot Chronicles, Arcade and the Fiery Metal Tester. Can you give us any hints about what's in store? Yeah, well, listen, it's a lot. Um, it gets even better. And in each one, with the fire, with the with the metal tester, he he's going to go through um, testing everything that he already believes he knows, um, and that's what's going through the fire. And um, for myself, you know, from time to time, there's uh, biblical principles in in there that you if if you know it, you know it. But it's not it's not heavy because you know through the fire the one thing about fire you know and i think that's why we're asked to be the salt of the world is because salt doesn't burn so when the fire is burning right salt won't burn and so being the salt of the world is being able to withstand the fires and so what arcade gets to do is he finds out the truth about who he is and everything that he thinks he knows um, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast. And I'm in the middle of, uh, well, towards the end of writing book four. And both book three and four come out next year. Uh, and I'm I'm trying to figure out how I want to end it. And uh, I've, I've, <laughs> I've got a whiteboard at home. I'm bouncing so many ideas off of it. But this, please read every book. Because once you read, if you read every book and then you pick up book four, you're going to cry. You're going to laugh. And I guarantee you that obviously I'm biased, but you're going to say, wow, this needs to be a movie. It's going to be fun. Lots in store. Thank you for speaking with me and for stopping by PW. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. You're awesome here. Once again, I've been speaking with Rashad Jennings about his new middle grade book, Arcade and the Golden Travel Guide, which was published this September by Zonder Kids. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast.